Hello ladies and ghetto, ghetto men. Welcome to the Caleb Apollo's podcast where we speak issues concerning matters and matters concerning issues that affect me and you as social beings. And on to the first thing that we do here is to appreciate you for your continued support and say thank you. I'm very grateful for always listening to my podcast week after every week and to welcome the new bees, to welcome the new Biani, my new audience. If this is your first time on this platform, I welcome you and assure you're going to love my podcast. Welcome back to the Club Apollo's podcast with your number one host here, Apollo's Aswani. I can't believe it that you're back this week. Last week you're here. The week before last week you're here. Next week you're going to be here. The other week after next week you'll be here also. I say a very big thank you. You've already made this your thing. Actually, you deserve a treat. Yeah, like you deserve to spell yourself. Right now, just go out. Spend all the money you have for yourself. Treat yourself for always being a loyal fan of the Caleb Apollos podcast. Today I'm alone, yeah, and I'm happy that finally we're getting to begin this series. I've been talking for, about this series for quite some time now. This series about the Antonio 25, and finally the day has come that we begin this series. But we'll be running this series like two series at a go. This week we do one of one episode about the Antonio 25. The other week we go to our normal talks with. Paulette, Akel, and the other week we go back to the Anto 25 the other week. Evil, 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 evil. And our first guest for this series is none other than George Otieno, aka Fishmonger Stories. He is a storyteller. I want us to take I want to take us back to the 80s. You know, this guy is in the age of our payroll, like he's in his late 40s or early 50s, if I may give an approximate. Yo. So this guy normally goes to hospitals and gives hopes to the patients ailing, going through some suffering with their sicknesses and by telling his stories like he rejuvenates the atmosphere in the hospital and gives hope to the patient yeah that's a very good thing you can imagine one like you just go you volunteer to go and tell speak to patients by telling them stories is that not a good thing but let me not talk much about this guy he's going to talk for himself so let's jump to the other side of the studio and get to hear from fishmonger stories welcome to the untold 25. i brought my xylophone as a storyteller you never leave your instruments behind (laughs) because you never know uh, where you might be asked to tell a story. <laughs> Are you ready for story? <laughs> thank you. Really, really. Thank you for having me. Uh, yes, yes. So, uh, uh, so my full, uh, my name, uh, uh, George, uh, but I go uh, by the name Fishmonger Stories. And, and uh, the origin of Fishmonger Stories uh, simply comes from uh, 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 my roots. Uh, you know, I was born and raised in Fangano Island. That's our ancestral land. Uh, so, you know, that's a place where we eat fish for breakfast, fish for lunch, fish for dinner, fish for snacks. <laughs> uh, so a lot of my stories basically is stem from uh, around uh, Mfangano Island. Uh, so, and that's why I uh, gave myself the name Fishmonger Stories. 
uh, you know, uh, and and a lot of my stories basically uh, stems around uh, from from that uh, that background of eating fish and and growing up around fishermen and and uh, yes. Where did I go to school? <laughs> I went to school in so many places. <laughs> Where do I start? Primary school was in Arena, primary school in Kisumu. And then uh, um, secondary school or high school, whatever you call it, I went to Kisumu Boys. Kisumu Boys High School, you know, we did uh, a lot of music in, during those days, a music festival. Uh, I, I did a little bit of drama when I was high, in high school. Uh, played a little, a lot of soccer. We played a lot of soccer, and Kisumu Boys was also known for for you know ha hockey, you know the the, the field hockey. We won uh, national championships every year, if you can remember back in the day, since like the the sixties, seventies, and eighties, and even nineties. Uh, uh, you know, we Kisumu Boys were was the champion. You know, a little bit of basketball here and there, but you know, so that's where I went to school uh, in uh, uh, high school. Uh, and then after that, uh, uh, I did my master's in accounting and business statistics. I did that in India. So uh, that took me from Kenya, transported me to India. And, and I learned a lot while I was there, you know, being taken from one uh, culture and then you were transplanted into another culture. And uh, you totally immerse yourself. You, you get to learn a lot. You get to learn about... Uh, the Indians and their neighboring countries like the Pakistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 what they do, the, the, the many states that they have, the varied climates that they have. It actually was the first time that I experienced monsoon. Yes, uh, you know, when it rains day and night. Yeah, it, it's no joke, Maze, it's no joke. That monsoon, it kills people every year. But uh, that's their country, only in Chiao, what will they do? They have to live there. That monsoon rains, rains and rains, and then it gets uh, the, the monsoon, and then the the, the 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 humidity that follows after that. Ooh, it's torrid. First of all, getting out of the plane when I landed at uh, uh, Bombay. Now they call it Mumbai. You get out of the plane. I'm, 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 I'm what uh, 18 years old. I get out of the plane. And the humidity that just grips you by the throat. This hot, humid, putrid hair that just goes, forces itself up in your nostrils, into your nasopharynx, down your trachea, and just sits in your lungs. <laughs> just warm air just sits in your lungs and, and, and like a black, like a thick, like somebody poured hot concrete. <laughs> in your lungs and you think you're going to die Maze, and you start asking yourself mm. <laughs> and you know you you survive it you survive it at 19 18 years old you survive it you finish your education you go back to kenya <laughs> And of course, yeah, after that, I found myself in the States. Um, and the United States is a totally different uh, culture, too. You know, if uh, you live in the Northeast and, you know, you experience the four seasons, the fall, winter, uh, summer, uh, the spring. And so it, 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 it's a beast. It, it's a jungle out here, you know. 
the, the snow is not a joke that winter that hits you so hard and you have to always dress up in layers upon layers it takes you a good 10 20 minutes just layering up before you get out of the house and when you come back you know you have to warm up your house and then you start layering off you take off your hat and take off your scarf and take off your glove and take off your big jacket and take off your small jacket and then take off your cardigan and then take off your shirt and then take off your long jones and then take off your vest by the time you're done maze you look like a <laughs> start taking off your shorts and then taking off your your long jones and then taking men and you don't you have to wear special socks for winter you know and special boots for winter so it's just like wow hey naona erini rudi nyumbani nikaona baba it's it yes it is just just living one culture to another culture it's got its pros it's also got its cons yeah that's that's what it is and and uh, you know the way the climate is in in, in north america and, and you know canada mexico us uh, no place you know in the northeast they get a lot of snow yeah and when you go to the south and midwest the, the tornado and they had the tornado is waiting for you that tornado tears down a community it's very scary yes 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 and then when you go further down to louisiana and texas and florida oh the hurricanes are like sitting there waiting for you where we talk about you know at night hurricane frank yeah hurricane frank is waiting for you you go west to california oh the earthquakes want to take your head off so where is it safe now na irini rudi nyumbani <laughs> beware what you ask for why did we start telling stories well we started telling stories because you know you know at some point i became a father uh you know and then raising my my girls you know telling them african stories and we couldn't find any real african stories so uh you know we started making our own stories and reading some that whatever we could get and my daughters love the stories and we say hey why not share it with the rest of the other kids you know if you you guys love this story so let's share the stories out there and that's how we started going to hospitals and just just you know just small just sharing the stories with others uh, you know seeing if they like it and then uh, corona came and uh, they canceled all our events and the girl said that you know we could we could do it online you could do it on youtube i said what okay so that's how we launched fishmonger stories on youtube and then said daddy you know you got to go on instagram i said what so we were on Instagram. Daddy, you know you gotta be get your Facebook account. Okay, so we got our Facebook. Daddy, you know you gotta go on TikTok. Okay, what is that? So you can find Fishmonger stories. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all those swatarwanya. Yes. Udatupata. <laughs> yeah. So it just you know they're just basic stories, African stories that we grew up with. Stories that teach you to be kind, be gentle. Uh, love one another. Uh, there's no bullying. Life is not a straight line. It's always ups and downs. When you're down, don't count yourself out. When you're up, don't be too outy because you'll find yourself down. And uh, you know, when you fail once, try six more times. And uh, so, so we we try to find stories from a lot of communities. You know, Banyan Kore stories. 
stories from Karamajong in Uganda, stories from the Fulani people in West Africa, stories from the Igbo and the Yorubas, and we come down to the Cameroon, we go down to Congo, and, and of course, oh, South Africa's got a lot of stories, you know, the Zulus and the, the Nkos, and <laughs> a lot of monkey stories, and, uh, you know, there are Nancy stories from Ghana, of course, that uh, it's been a, a big, big blessing to the rest of the world, the Nancy stories that everybody, even in, in the islands, the Jamaicans, you know, the Africans that were taken as slaves, they tell Anansi stories in, in the islands, the Caribbeans. So Anansi stories are huge. Anansi stories are known all over the world, and they, they stem right from West Africa, from Ghana. Anansi, there's trickster. And then when you come to East Africa, that trickster is usually the rabbit or the hare. You know, the rabbit tricks the, the elephant, and the rabbit tricks the hippo, and the rabbit tricks the... the the, the lion and the rabbit tricks, the leopard. So the West have announced the spider, who is a trickster. And uh, East Africa, you know, we have the rabbit, who is a real, real trickster, always tricking our people. So that's, those are the kind of stories we tell, stories that uh, entertain you and challenge you, transform you. And then uh, we also do riddles. And riddles have riddles... Riddles, Kitenda Tega. Riddles are are, big, are, big, are such a hit because you have to be transformed instantly. So you have to get an answer within, you know, 45, 60 seconds. And you see their eyes light up when you say, I have a house and my house is beautiful, but my house does not have a door. Now you tell that to a North American, they're like, what? You have a beautiful house and it doesn't have a door. Why would you bother having a house that doesn't have a door? But to an African child, they'll say, oh, 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 my yai, my yai, I know, an egg, an egg. Then the American kids realize, oh, don't take this too seriously. It's a riddle. Then they start opening up their minds. And then you go to the next riddle. You go, what is that that cannot be counted? Then they start, oh, the sand, or oh, the stars. They start opening, or oh, water cannot be counted. So, kitenda wili, tega, kitenda wili, tega, you know, so... Uh, it opens up their minds and they start seeing things uh, differently. I have, uh, I have uh, uh, 10 friends who obey me and they will do anything I ask them to do. Who are my 10 friends? And they scratch their heads. You have 10 friends? And they're like, oh man, I have, a, I have 900 followers on Facebook. You only have 10. I'm like, don't worry about that. You tell a story of Luanda Magere and you know, it looks similarly like the biblical Samson. And sometimes you tell a story of... Uh, uh, Nyam Gondo, son of Ombare, uh, from uh, from Kindu Bay, from uh, Go Suba district, and somebody in Philippines says that's a Filipino story. I'm like, no, no, that's an African. Says, no, 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 we have the same story in Philippines. So you find that uh, stories really tell us that maybe at some point we were all together, we had one origin, and as people moved away, you know, stories moved and changed a little bit. Because the same same story is told in, 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 in England, you know, the Pied Piper, the German Pied Piper of Hamlin, you know, the Pied Piper of Hamlin is the same same story. We have the same same story, the Pied Piper of Hamlin. We just, it, it just changed a little bit, you know. So most of these folk tales, uh, they are the same, uh, you know. Uh, I tell a story of a, of a, a man called Wakiaga Ajesi who uh, I refer to as the African Robin Hood, even though he was not robbing the rich to give the poor, but this is a man who 
had no father, no mother, no brother, no sisters, no aunts, no uncle, no aunts, no brother, nobody, no wife, no sons, no daughters. And you say, how does a man have no father, no brother, no sister, no uncle, no brother, no cousin, no grandpa, no everything? I said, yes, yes, there's somebody like that. Yeah, but you got to listen to the whole story at Fishmonger Stories on YouTube and <laughs> and find out, wow, how did this man have no father, no relatives? The only thing he had was just a flock of sheep that uh, he used to bless people with. And how did he become a legend by just having a flock of sheep? You know, people would, he would bless people with a flock of sheep. How do you change people's life with a bunch of sheep? <laughs> yeah, so uh, go to YouTube, Fishmonger Stories on YouTube. Uh, Look for what Kyagaji see, and so many other stories, and and learn you learn something about your culture, learn something about our heroes, some of the things that they have done. I think yesterday after you had we you, we we talked on the phone, you know, I did another story about a man who did so much for the people of Mfangano Island, and CNN wanted to nominate him as the CNN hero, you know, Anderson Cooper, yeah. But the, the the man said no. So nobody knows him. Nobody knows him because the world was going to know him. But he said no. He declined. He said, my blessings come from God. Yes, he denied. He denied all those uh, uh, millions that he was going to get paid to be on CNN Hero because he was definitely going to win. But he said no. Yes. <laughs> so these heroes really exist. Amongst us, these heroes are there. So these are the kind of stories that we tell. And uh, yeah, the story of Reverend Dr. Naftali Mata. So so we have these stories, great, great stories. Yeah, or a, a story of uh, the daughter of Mumbi, gifted daughter, one of the daughters. You know, if you know the story of uh, Gekoyo and, uh, and, uh, and Mumbi and their nine daughters and, you know, and 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 so you, you you can change it a little bit sometimes you know just just to teach a moral to, to teach a lesson out of it so these are the kind of stories that we tell our heroes and and of course our legends mashuja and just to teach lessons to the young ones that's a good question guiding principles in life yes yes guiding principles in life you know it's just collaboration work together with others and uh, you, you you achieve more when you work together as a team in the spirit of Harambe. There's a good reason why we chose that as our motto, Harambe, which means pull together. You know, so we tell I tell a story too about Harambe, you know, pulling together. And uh, what is the, the motto of the uh, uh, United States? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's called, uh, it's, in a, it's a Latin word called e pluribus unum. That's the motto of the United States, e pluribus unum, Latin word, uh, which simply means, you know, together as one. So when I tell Americans, you know, and, and Kenyans, you know, Africans, you know, we all have a lot of things in common. Everybody wants to pull together, you know. Ours is Arambe. Yours is uh, Latin word, e pluribus unum, you know. And you have God in your currency. In God we trust, because that's what's written in the dollar. And for us Kenyans, you know, our national anthem starts with, Oh God, you know, we have God in our national anthem. So we all ascribe to some deity. We all ascribe to God, no matter what. 
you know, no matter whether you deny him or not, <laughs> it's there in the, in the national anthem, it's in the currency, it's there in our motto. So so we, we all have a lot of things in common, things that we ascribe to as human beings. Stories do tell us that we, we, we are the same. You know, stories, when I come to tell you a story, all I'm saying is, here I am, see my vulnerability, relate to it, make yourself vulnerable like a small child. Let's take a journey. Let's enjoy this together. So in that spirit of we're in this together as much as, <laughs> as much as possible, like being fellows in the same ship. So we have to fellowship, fellows in the same ship. I have to fellowship, talk to one another, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Something sad. Yeah. So really, like what you're doing here, I really thank you for inviting me to share a little bit of, uh, you know, bits and pieces so that's that's why we do what we do thank you for really having me i really really appreciate it but and that was it for today fishmonger stories was our first guest and by now i feel like if you didn't know like you didn't have a clear picture of what the untold five is all about is kind of such stories that we are telling to people so if you have one story that you want to share you want to be posted in the Caleb Apollos podcast make sure you reach me on social media handles at Caleb Apollos on Instagram Caleb Apollos on Facebook and if you have my number Yanni my shoe number make sure you buy me a shoe see you next week and thank you for reaching up to the end next week you're going to be with a care poet and it's going to be well 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 we have hotter things lined up for you so remember to keep safe sanitize as we do what as we podcast bye and i'm out